Hello, I'm Sam Lichtenstein, Stratfor Director of Global Security Analysts at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Sign up for the free Worldview newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics podcast powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. Iran nuclear deal talks resumed in Vienna on November 29th. The JCPOA Joint Commission talks had been on hiatus for several months. Neither Iran nor the United States has thus far been able to agree to terms regarding sanctions or Iran's nuclear acceleration. Here with analysis of what comes next is Emily Hawthorne, Stratfor Senior Middle East and North Africa Analyst at Rain. Emily, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. This isn't the first time talks have stalled. Can you tell us where things stand? Yeah, so this is the seventh round of talks over the Iran nuclear deal that just started in Vienna. Um, There were six rounds of talks earlier this year that began in April um, and left off in June um, and went on hiatus uh, really for the last several months um, because Iran had to hold a presidential election and then put together a new government and then a whole new negotiating team. Um, So these talks, which are between the JCPOA Joint Commission, that includes France, the UK, Germany, Russia, China, the EU, and Iran, um, these talks are focusing on on how everyone can get back on the same page and revive that 2015 nuclear agreement. Um, Technically, the United States and Iran are not in compliance with that 2015 accord. Um, So when talks left off in June, there were a lot of unresolved issues, Um, things like what is permissible in terms of Iranian nuclear advancements um, that have happened since that 2015 deal was signed? Um, What uh, can Iran expect in terms of sanctions relief and uh, assurances that the United States won't financially penalize Iran for some of its actions, um, especially with respect to the nuclear uh, program? Um, And there are just a lot of questions as talks resume about Um, Things like how serious is Iran and this new negotiating team about coming back into compliance with the deal? And there are other questions, too, like can Iran trust that what the U.S. government um, uh, promises and what the JCPOA Commission promises, can they hold, you know, uphold that um, even when we have new U.S. administrations come into office in coming years. So there's just a lot of questions about what is and isn't possible. Um, And and we're sort of left with a lot more questions and answers um, when we think about where JCPOA talks left off and and sort of where they pick up this time around. And let's talk about some of the complications that could create hangups in the talks. Yeah, that that really is the elephant in the room, um, is not if there will be something that sort of creates a barrier to talks being successful, but what will be the thing that causes talks to reach uh, some sort of roadblock, some sort of speed bump. One of the main things is that Iran's negotiating team has said they are willing to revisit all previously negotiated files. So everything that was discussed in those first six rounds of talks in 2021, um, this new negotiating team has said that they're willing to rehash everything. They've said that they view all that Iran's negotiating team then, everything that they agreed to then, they view that as a a, a sort of draft. Um, So that could really complicate things because the whole composition of the negotiating team is different. It is a more conservative, more hardline team 
in Vienna this time around than it was under the previous Iranian administration. So that's going to cause problems because this new negotiating team is going to be less willing to grant some of the concessions um, that the previous team was willing to grant. The other really key complication, I think, that already you've seen European diplomats discussing sort of off the record as talks have resumed is that Iran is going to keep developing its nuclear program throughout the talks. Um, Iran has been clear that until it's given some sanctions relief, it, it is going to keep developing that nuclear program. There are a whole host of reasons that we could go into about this. I mean, there's national security prerogatives there. There's legislation that compels Iran to continue developing that nuclear program. Um, but by and large, Iran has been clear that they want sanctions relief. They want financial relief before they sort of reel in anything with respect to its nuclear program. So the fact that Iran is um, sort of in advanced stages, um, you know, accumulating enriched uranium to levels of, of 60% as of this year is a real bugaboo in the negotiations because that's not that far away in the scheme of things from weapons grade enrichment. And that's a huge concern for the global community in terms of security. And that's a huge concern for what it could mean for the prospects of conflict moving forward, because there are countries that are really unhappy about Iran developing its nuclear program to this extent. So, Emily, let's talk about what these talks mean for the possibility of regional conflict. Yes. So there are always concerns about the possibility of a regional conflict that involves Iran, whether that's between Iran and some of its regional rivals across the Persian Gulf, the Arab Gulf states, or regional adversaries um, like Israel. Um, and Iran's nuclear program is one important factor in determining the possibility of, of conflict between Iran and those countries, which are all very concerned to varying degrees about the possibility of Iran um, sort of developing a nuclear weapon. Iran, of course, asserts very strongly that, you know, its nuclear program is only being developed for civilian purposes. Um, but there's always going to be concern, especially as Iran continues to enrich uranium to higher degrees of purity, um, that that Iran could develop a, a nuclear weapon. So the fact that talks are taking place in Vienna, again, over ways to contain Iranian nuclear uh, advancements in exchange for sanctions relief, as written in that 2015 accord, that bodes well for mitigating the possibility of major regional conflict between Iran and some of these regional countries um, over concerns related to Iran's nuclear program. But there still are other reasons why we do remain concerned about the possibility of regional conflict that can sort of escalate or, or, or spiral out of control um, for other reasons. Iran is still likely throughout these talks to continue other forms of aggressive regional behavior, supporting proxies, maritime harassment, engaging in cyber attacks. Um, so there's all sorts of other potential factors and drivers to um, the possibility of a regional conflict being sparked that don't have anything to do with the Iranian nuclear program and certainly with the JCPOA nuclear deal. So the talks are just one piece of one much, much, much bigger issue. And certainly the conflict between Iran and Israel uh, endures. Um, Israel is, is observing very closely what happens in Vienna. Um, but Israel is also going to make sure that it ensures its own 
security. And if it sees that there are nuclear program advancements that Iran is engaging in, that Israel deems to be, um, you know, uh, bad for Israeli national security, um, Israel can act and that could spark a conflict uh, regardless of what's happening in Vienna. So uh, the long and the short of it is um, the resumption of talks does help mitigate the risk of serious regional conflict caused by concerns over Iran's nuclear program, but there are other drivers to a potential regional conflict that remain. Emily Hawthorne is Stratfor Senior Middle East and North Africa Analyst at Rain. Iran's relationship with the United States and its neighbors in the region are critical drivers of global geopolitical tension. Sign up for Worldview and stay ahead of the news from the region. Our analysts are always looking at what happens next. Visit Stratfor.com to subscribe. That's Stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.